Welcome, everybody, to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. My name is Taylor McLean. Today, we're going to be looking at the New England Patriots' 21-11 to victory over the Miami Dolphins. It's a classic matchup, one that New England typically dominates. It's a little different this year without Tom. It was a different kind of domination with Cam. It's the first time we've ever had an MVP replaced with an MVP quarterback. So I was interested to see how Cam would equate himself, how would the coaching staff use him, would he look sharp, and we'll take a look at that here in a moment. We'll try to suss out what exactly is going to happen with the New England Patriots rushing attack. We'll look at if there's any receiver options worth having. And then, of course, we'll talk about Fitz magic. Was there any magic today? What happened with the Miami running back situation? And is there anybody worth besides Devontae Parker worth talking about? with the Miami pass catchers. Let's start off with the Patriots side of the ball on offense. Everybody was curious how Cam was going to look. There was equal curiosity on my end. How would the New England Patriots offensive line equate itself today? And they did great. That was probably the strength of the team besides Cam was the play of the offensive line. There was some continuity there. David Andrews, Ryan Izzo, Joe Thune, Shaq Mason. They had the they had the new right tackle who also did well. And then, of course, their draft pick from last year, Isaiah Wynn. That was going to be the big question is how did they look on the edges? Isaiah Wynn was hurt last year, so we didn't get a really good look at him. Both of them did pretty well. I think the, the strength of that line really allowed Cam to do everything he needed to do and then, of course, the, the speed of Cam took over from there. So it's definitely in a unit that should give Cam some time, give the rushing lanes, and give this team what it needs to be successful on offense. So I'm encouraged by that, absolutely. The defense for Miami, they tried to fill some holes, but it was no match for the game plan of the Patriots. You know, they added Byron Jones. They already had Xavier Howard. You know, that didn't help them a ton when it came to the Patriots because they were really focused on running the ball. They were really focused on dictating the pace, doing exactly what they wanted to do. They threw it when they needed to, and we'll get more into that when we get to Cam here in a second. But when your team is built on the secondary and the Patriots ran the ball like they did, that's going to be a tough day for everybody. You know, Bobby McCain, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, that's the strength. Uh, they added Kyle Van Oy. He was fine. But they're trying to piece together everything else outside of Christian Wilkins up front, and that's a problem. When you're counting on Raekwon Davis and other retreads that you picked up from other different places, it's just not a good situation for the defense or the linebackers for that matter. I was not impressed with the way they played. So this should be a defense to target, especially if Fitzmagic is off, which we'll get to later. If he's off along with the defense, this is a team that you're going to want to target for your players. The Patriots didn't really stretch this out as much as they could just because they were running the ball. They fumbled out the back of the end zone one time that took away some of the points. So this game was not as close as it looks in the scoreboard. Only thing was the Patriots ran the ball so effectively there was less time on the clock because they ran the clock out on them. We'll see if the 
Miami can rebound. Like I said, they're going to have better days probably just because they have their secondary is their strength on the defense. But retreads on and free agent signings on both sides that I felt like were lackluster at the time. You know, Shaq Lawson, Ogba, never impressed by any of that. And they, you know, they kind of traded off a lot of different things to get where they are to have the draft picks that they had. So we'll see if they can turn that into something later. But for now, obviously, I'm not going to have Miami in my defense in my lineup if I can help it. And uh, spoiler alert, I'm probably going to be avoiding a lot of the Dolphins overall. Let's move on to the main event of the day, Cam Newton. I wanted to see how Cam would come out, and I wasn't disappointed. He looks healthy. That was the main thing for Cam is how healthy was he going to look how fast was he going to be? He, he was very fast for Cam. He looked big. He ran strong. And then when he had to throw the ball, if he had open targets. He was hitting those targets with plenty of fastball. So I'm okay with the way Cam was throwing the ball. You know, he's not a precision passer still. He's not Drew Brees. He's never going to be. And that's not what they're expecting of him. The good news for him is that the Patriots are super aware of who they are. And they will use his strengths. So I'm excited to see what they can do with Cam more than a lot of teams would have been. I'm, I'm excited about the Patriots and the way they're going to they're gonna try and utilize his strengths and minimize his weaknesses. They do that better than a lot of teams could ever dream of. So I'm hopeful that Cam can continue doing what he's doing because if he can, he's going to definitely produce value. 75 yards rushing on 15 carries and two touchdowns. I love hearing those stats from him. The passing yards were underwhelming, absolutely, 155 yards passing. But the way he did it was fine, and uh, he's not. that's not where his value is going to come from. It's from being the goal line back for this team. Sony Michelle got a goal line touchdown, but he is the goal line back. He is one of the most effective goal line backs of all time. So if he can remain healthy, if they can spread out his rushes and try to avoid – you know, wearing him out by winning games, I think they'll be in a good way. Now, they're only tied to him for one season, so they're probably not going to hesitate to wear him out. But then again, this could be their future, too. It's not like they have somebody waiting in the wings, I guess. They thought they – I mean, they were trying to talk themselves into Jared Stenham. I never believed that. So I'm glad they got Cam so it's not a dumpster fire of a situation to watch every week. Even, uh, even Fitzmagic has something. I can't imagine – that Jared Stidham would have had much fastball and would have done anything that I was excited about. So if Cam goes down, sight unseen, I'm calling it. I'm not excited about Jared Stidham. I will eat those words from, from a silver platter once he shows me wrong. I don't see them replacing Cam anytime soon, so it's definitely going to take a Cam injury to get him out there. He takes more hits than a lot of quarterbacks, so that's certainly on the table, and that's something you want to bake into – when you're trading for him, if you are, which I certainly wouldn't hesitate to the way he looked today. It was the, it was the dolphins though. So I'm not trying to go overboard. The way they're going to run the ball this year is probably going to lead to less overall plays for both teams. So be aware of that. If your team is playing the Patriots, heavy running attacks are not on the opposite team are not good for your fantasy players on your, on the opposing team. So you're going to be aware of that cam running the ball cam, creating the space 
for the rest of the running game too because they have to respect his read on the read option and they ran a ton of those different types of things where he holds the defense with the option with his holding the ball and before giving it to the running back that allows the running back to get an extra couple of steps on the defense and you really saw that today in the running game you know what I normally go to the wide receivers after this, but let's go to that running game because Cam is such a big part of it. He was the number one rusher with 15 carries. Thing is, and of course, they, he only had 75 yards. They had 217 yards on the ground. They averaged 5.2 on the ground with three touchdowns. So they, they had no problem rushing the ball today. And like I said, it was partly the line, but it was also uh, they got help from Cam from those reads, and that was an effective way to put call plays which uh, shouldn't surprise anyone. Once you get outside of Cam, though, he has a way of hurting his running backs. Now, he targets them, so that is good, and they're going to continue to do that. The only problem is the roles are so defined. You know, it's not even defined. It's just that they use all the different running backs – and I think that's going to mean that until somebody goes down, they're probably not going to be worth starting in your flex even. Sony Michelle got the touchdown. He didn't look especially explosive. He got what was blocked for him. But there's going to be bigger running lanes this year because of Cam. So that's great. But when there's less plays overall for him, when Cam is going to be the default goal line back, I don't see Sony being a big deal right now. He could be, had, had, should there be a lot of attrition, but I'm, it's not somebody I'm going out to try and target. Rex Burkhead also was out there, and he seemed to be more explosive. J.J. Taylor was out there a decent amount. And he was way more explosive. James White looked good. He got five carries on top of his passing game work. I don't, like I said, there's too many cooks in the kitchen here. I don't like this running back situation. And not to mention that they will turn on a dime and give it to a different running back at any given time, just as the wind blows, just as their their passing fancy is with New England. So I don't trust them in the first place. Then you throw in all these different guys, and you've got a muddled situation. So you're definitely staying away from that. I hope J.J. Taylor gets more work. He looked to be the fastest guy. He wasn't the biggest, but he's the fastest guy on in their running back core. So I want to see him get more work. That should be an interesting deep sleeper, deep, deep, deep sleeper at this time, though, with all the different guys out there. As far as the passing game goes for New England, it wasn't something they had to do a ton of today, so there's not a lot of yards. It's not so, There probably aren't a lot of people that were targeted in the first place, and I don't think that Cam is capable of keeping up with two receivers right now, even though it looked like a two-receiver game with Nikhil Harry and Julian Edelman out there. Harry should have had a bigger day. He fumbled a touchdown out of the end zone. If he'd have just kind of kept himself under control, he'd have had a lot better day. And we'd have been thinking probably a little different about him if you just looked at the stat line. I really think Julian Edelman's probably going to be the guy that Cam supports. He got more targets. He looked just like he always does. He's not quite as fast as some of the, fa- the higher-end guys, but he's got great hands. He knows where to be. And I think that's going to be a big deal for Cam. Cam's not the most accurate guy. I don't think that's good for Nikhil Harry because he just doesn't seem to have it all put together yet. So we'll look for that and we'll hope for that. But 
as far as the second, as far as the second round wide receivers have looked so far, he's been the most over, underwhelming. Although he has speed, he has physical tools. It's just I don't think he can be supported by Cam. I think if anybody's going to get it, it's Julian Edelman. I'm still not excited about Julian Edelman as a wide receiver too. He's more of a streamer. That's where you drafted him. You drafted him for injuries. You drafted him for, you know, maybe Cam has bigger days, but I don't see that being a big deal for them. I think they're going to try and keep the ball on the ground, keep Cam uh, under control as far as the passing game goes. I definitely am staying away from the receivers. Let's move to the other side of the ball, the underwhelming Miami Dolphins offense. I say underwhelming because I have expectations for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he did not meet them today. He was all over the place. He was throwing picks. He was didn't run the ball like I wanted him to run the ball, even though he had a five attempts. I just I'm not mad at you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just disappointed. Okay, you just didn't do what I wanted. I'm not actually that upset, but I am disappointed. I feel like a lot of people probably have Ryan Fitzpatrick as their third quarterback in two quarterback leagues. I'd probably have Tua as well if that's the case because they're gonna see you're, we're gonna see him this year, especially if Ryan Fitzpatrick continues to play like this. I'm just it, it hurts me too because I think he's capable of supporting a couple of different options at wide receiver and tight end. I really do. I think they're gonna be down enough. Remember the combination of bad defense equals better offensive stats. I think we're going to be on that equation a lot more than we're not. And I think that if Ryan Fitzpatrick just would have hit a couple more passes, they might have won this game somehow. I don't, it's crazy to say that, but it's true. It's absolutely true they could have won this game. It wasn't all Ryan's fault. I think there was some planning issues when it comes to this team. They're still deep into a rebuild. And, you know, there's a lot of young players on the field. Where it really hurt them was the offensive line. Austin Jackson was not good today. He was getting beat up on. You know, he's was given a pass in the draft process because he had a, he gave bone marrow to his sister, and that's admirable, absolutely. But uh, I don't think it did anything for him on this day. Then they had one of the more the most questionable signings of the offseason. They signed Eric Flowers at thirty million dollars. For three years, I gotta imagine there's not a ton of guarantees in that contract, at least for their sake. I hope so. That and Shaq Lawson, those look like the worst signings I've seen so far. It's just one week, but man, it looks bad. We'll hope, we'll hope for better things for the sake of Ryan Fitzpatrick and the offense. Really, the one I really want it for is Mike Gasicki. We'll get into him in a minute. Let's talk more about Fitzmagic just for a second. I know the stats were underwhelming. There'll be better days. The Patriots really know how to scheme, and they knew how to take advantage of the Dolphins. They saw Austin Jackson and, and Eric Flowers there, and they attacked, and it was good. Not that they had a lot of sacks, but there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of people around him, and it made Fitzpatrick uncomfortable, and it showed. So don't let the sack, the one sack fool you if you're looking at the the Patriots defense, they equated themselves much better than that. They kept Miami in front of them all, the whole time, and uh, I'm definitely on board with that. You know what? I don't want to beat up on the Miami 
you know what? I don't want to beat up on the Miami line right now, so let's go to the Patriots defense instead. Let's talk about what they did today. I was I was encouraged by what I saw. There was a lot of opt-outs. Everybody was worried about what was the Patriots going to do. And they played the Dolphins, and they played a wild Fitzpatrick today. And uh, it wasn't necessarily because of Stephon Gilmore and his performance. The rest of the defense was there for him. For him, uh, Jawan Bentley was just fine in the place of Dante Hightower. Dante may want to take notice of that. Their secondary was good. I, I just I liked overall the way they played. There was a lot of worry about them up front. I love the way things they do schematically. So when you add the schematic advantages they have to the personnel, I think this is a winning combination. I don't know if I'd call it quite top five, but this is somebody you want to target defense-wise when they're on the waiver wire. I think, you know, it's Miami. They get to play Miami again. Guess what? They get to play the Jets two more times. Those are automatic starts right now. Don't have to hear anything else. Start the Patriots defense against the Jets every time you have them. No doubt, because I hate the Patriots. No, I don't hate the Patriots defense. I hate the Jets offense. Sorry to pile on Jets, but you – Know what you did. Let's move on to the people Fitzmagic was throwing it to. Like I said, you're probably not counting on Fitzmagic for much, except for maybe quarterback two value in a two-quarterback league. Hopefully not. If you do, you better have Tua because you're going to see Tua at some point. That's a guarantee right now. We will see Tua should he be healthy this season. Because what are we doing if not? This isn't a redshirt season. Bring on the Tua. I, I think the pass catchers are going to need him. Now, I don't want to throw Tua to the Wolves quite yet. Maybe you give, maybe you give Austin Jackson a couple of times to uh, figure this out before you go putting Tua in his hip in jeopardy. But uh, we're going to have to see him for value this year at least. Or, or some, just evaluation purposes, they need to see that. So we need, uh, we need you, Tua. We need you. And, of course, there'll be better Fitzmagic days. I need to stop. They scheme Fitzmagic really well. And you know what? They get to play the Jets twice, too, and there will be big days. Start Fitzmagic. Start the Miami quarterback on the day they play the Jets. I'm all in on starting people versus the Jets because they don't have a running a game either to stifle your options. The only way they get stifled is they're up so much that they take them out. (laughs) Hot takes. The Jets aren't good. Okay. Let's get over I'm, I'm over it. I'm over the Jets. I, I guess I was a little disappointed in them too, apparently. Speaking of disappointed, let's talk about Mike Gusecki. Hated the stat line. I liked the way he looked. It's one of those things where watching the game did come through where the three for 30 was definitely underwhelming. He was targeted in the red zone. He, was, he looked fluid. He was running plenty of routes. I'm okay with Mike Gusecki as a borderline tight end one. You're probably looking for other options if you can help it. I picked up Dallas Goddard in a couple of places I had him. So I'm, I'm on, I'm really on board with Dallas Goddard, but I'm giving Gusecki time because he looks fluid out there. He looks like a big wide receiver. And I think they're going to be able to use that in a big way, or they're going to have to, because they're going to be behind. They're going to have to throw the ball. And there's going to be better days, as I said, for Fitzmagic. So I think that's going to be good for Gasicki. If Devontae Parker can stay on the field, it will be good for him too. He was looking just fine out there. kind of eating. I think that was the reason. I think that's why Gilmore looked a little worse for wear at first. 
he he left with a hamstring injury, so we'll have to take take a look at that and see where he's at before we're we're probably not starting him after this. But depending on the matchup, I think there could be something there. Hopefully, he slid down your draft board. That's why you got him. Uh, you had to really buy into his breakout to really buy him where Yahoo had him. I guess he slid a lot from what I saw. Hopefully, that's what happened for you. And you can kind of give him some time to see if he's right. He didn't look bad at all. He definitely had the look. But the when he was in there, he didn't really get a chunk of garbage time like everybody else did. So you kind of have to take that with a, a grain of salt. Um, Preston Wilson was in there the whole time and only got 41 yards on two catches. He didn't look bad, though. He got seven targets. Probably some. Probably the only other guy you would even think about in this pass-catching core. Maybe without Devontae Parker, he gets more looks, and that's helpful to him. But Fitzpatrick, there's going to be some inconsistencies there. Could lead to overall inconsistencies in the Miami game overall. But there's going to be garbage time here. Hopefully they can take more advantage than they did today. Um, it hurts me to see, you know. You know, and I keep talking about garbage time. This game was a lot closer than that, too. So maybe that's why the Patriots didn't back off like they like teams normally would in garbage time. Maybe that's why the numbers were a little bit more depressed than they normally would be. Let's move on. Let's talk about the, an extremely muddled situation. Spoiler alert, the Miami rushing situation. You know, in draft season, it was already muddled. You had Jordan Howard. You had Matt Breida in there, and you were thinking, okay, one of these guys – one of these guys is going to be the guy. And then all of a sudden, this Miles Gaskin guy, for me at least, came out of nowhere. I was not on Miles Gaskin. And you know what? He looked like their most explosive back. There's a reason he was out there. Now he's a little smallish. So they kind of, I think that's why he didn't get the full load. I think they're looking to protect him and, and make him last the whole season. But he was definitely their most explosive back. Jordan Howard is exactly who he is, but they used him at the goal line. So six for seven for one touchdown for him, nine for 40 for Gaskin. Gaskin also looked good in the passing game, four for 26. He could have done more with that and just kind of let him out of bounds a couple of times. They're going to need him with the lack of good wide receivers outside of the top couple and in the passing game. So I would definitely be encouraged by that. It was weird. It was weird to draft, have, see two guys drafted and then have another guy come in. Now they, they only had, they had 27 carries, only 87 yards in the touch. So even if there was one guy, you'd be a little disappointed in 27 carries. It did, they, they just need to kind of figure out who they are with the rushing game and what they want to do there. Certainly having everybody play a little bit better on their offensive line will probably help too. I think Gaskins – Seems like the guy to own, especially when they're going to be down so much that, you know, they're going to have to pass the ball, and he's going to be the one involved. Uh, It wasn't Brita. It's not Howard for sure. So I I guess we're going to see Gaskins in that role. It's just I think they're probably going to try and protect him a bit. So don't expect him to come out as a running back one by any, any stretch at this point. It's not the most glamorous game. On its own, when you think about it, Miami, certainly, you know, when you saw kind of what happened red zone style, 
because that's what I, I do on game days. I watch the red zone, and I'll kind of flip back and forth between different games on the other screen. When you watch this red zone style, it looked a lot worse than it was. And when you look at the stat lines and the three pits for Fitzmagic, you got to think things are going to get better. It's just hard to tell who to buy from Miami right now. It's not hard to tell who to buy from the Patriots. It's Cam Newton. Probably the only one I'm buying at this point out of this game really is Cam Newton. Everything else was so spread out, was so disjointed that I can't really feel like anybody was a positive starter option for next week. Be looking at Gesicki and seeing what options I have there. But still, watching this game was fun. Seeing Cam come back, seeing him look healthy, that's all I needed to see. Seeing Fitzmagic at least trying to make something happen, I'm on board with that too. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if Tua comes out. That's all I've got for today, guys. Appreciate you listening. Please hit subscribe. Please download these podcasts. I'm really liking watching the games and bringing this information to you. I hope you took the information today. I hope you go out there and win your league.